It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. Good morning at the shank of the day. Bob and Joe with you here on Wax, taking a look at the chores this morning. And yes, it is a big day. Now, I voted early. I voted last week when down to uh, City Hall. You could drive through. It was a beautiful day, and the election workers were happy to be able to do that. So I got my voting all done. What about you? Could you do that where you are? I cannot. I just noticed that the porta potty showed up, so I know that it's close <laughs> to election day by the by the town hall. All right. So you're in a very modern, a very modern voting place. The poor workers use the porta potty today. They do. All right. Well, good for them. And again, thank you to all the poll workers because you know, all for whatever reason in the last few years, you know, since. Boy, that last election, I mean, it's just been uh, unbelievable as far as voting and the polls and the accusations and everything else. Hopefully the election will go smoothly, the votes will be counted, we'll know the results, and we can move forward. But jeepers, criminy, leave those poll workers alone. They're volunteers, folks. They're volunteers with a capital V. A lot of them have done it for a long time, and I know some quit. They said they just couldn't take it. They were being harassed. So leave them alone and thank them for what they're doing, because today is a very important day, as is every election day. But again, most polls will open about 7 o'clock this morning, go until about 8 o'clock tonight. So get out and vote, because again, keep those people busy, too. So... uh they, uh, you know, it's not a long, dragged-out day for them. So, again, voting day today, get out and do it. That's the most important thing. We're going to take a look at some numbers ourselves today. The latest crop progress report is out. Also, we've got a report coming out tomorrow that we'll allude to. We won't talk much about it today. But uh, lots of numbers to get at as, uh, as we continue. And, uh, again, man, oh, man, you like 60s to 30s? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the temperatures are going to be, and then the moon is leaving us this morning. I didn't look up. Yeah, I went out and looked before we walked in here. All right. It's almost gone. Almost gone. So uh, I don't know if that is a harbinger of colder temperatures, but hang on. It's going to drop off. We'll tell you all about it. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. You know, I'm just recovering now from my birthday. Did you realize I had a 25-hour birthday on Sunday? How lucky is that? Boy, I'm telling you, I took advantage of every hour, believe me. Boy, oh boy. (laughs) But thanks for everybody, all the the nice birthday wishes, and uh, appreciate it all, because, uh, you know, you only have a birthday once a year, and... I'm just thrilled to still having them. (laughs) All right, let's take a look at our weather forecast. It's going to cool off. Now, today for Election Day, partly cloudy and 51 overnight tonight, down to about 36. And chance of rain Wednesday and Thursday. Temperature is going to be all right around 60, but then it's going to drop. Friday, the high on Friday, 34 with partly cloudy skies. Saturday, the same story, only 30 for the high under partly cloudy skies. So uh, November is starting to kick in. It's already the cloudiest month. Uh, Now we're going to see some cool November-like temperatures. And I also sat through that Badger football game on Saturday, stayed right till the bitter end, and it was the most nasty football game I've ever sat through in my life. Thank goodness the Badgers won. 
but it was rain and it was wind and it was coming from all directions. And by the time it was over, in spite of all the rain weather gear they had on, I was pretty wet. But uh, a lot of people sat through it, and it was uh, it was one of those uh, I did it when I can remember that. So I even survived. Thirty six right now in the area as we take a look at uh, what's going on because we've got uh, a lot of things happening around the area. We'll tell you all about it. It's on a Tuesday morning, a wax minute after 5. This is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. Let's see if there's anything going on. NBC News Radio, I'm Trey Thomas. The economy is the top concern for voters ahead of Tuesday's midterm elections. The latest Gallup poll reports 49% of registered voters say the economy will be extremely important to their vote. Abortion is second at 42% and crime is a close third at 40%. Former President Trump is teasing a big announcement that he says is coming next week. More from Mark Mayfield. While campaigning for Republicans in Ohio on Monday, Trump noted he'll deliver the news at his Mar-a-Lago estate in Florida on November the 15th. He added he didn't want to detract from the importance of Tuesday's midterm elections. It's widely expected that the former president will announce his bid for a 2024 White House run. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is drawing comparisons between the attack on her husband and those who stormed the U.S. Capitol. There's no question. It's the same the same thing, and uh, copycat or whatever it happens to be, inflamed by the same misrepresentation. She made the comments during an interview with CNN's Anderson Cooper that aired Monday. Paul Pelosi suffered a fractured skull and serious injuries to his hands and arm in the attack late last month at their San Francisco home. Airbnb says it plans to make prices for rentals clear following a slew of customer complaints. More from Brian Shook. The property rental company will introduce an option next month to display the total cost of properties before taxes, including cleaning and service fees. Users have claimed those additional costs were only visible toward the end of the booking process. Airbnb also plans to rank search results by total prices versus nightly price. You're listening to NBC News Radio. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Hang in there. The weather's changing today. 51, partly cloudy, low 60s tomorrow and Thursday, but chance of rain both days. Then Friday, the high on Friday, about 34. The high on Saturday, about 30 under cloudy to partly cloudy conditions. So again, hang in there. The weather's changing. 34 in Rice Lake and Medford this morning. 37 in Wausau, Marshfield, about 36. 39 in La Crosse, 41 in Green Bay. 38 in the Madison Sun Prairie area. 46 in Milwaukee and 36 right now in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Yeah, let's see what the Rural Mutual Market Report has for us this morning. Jill, where are we at in the cash livestock? Choice fed beef steers are 145 to 161 with mixed at 90 to 144. Choice fed beef heifers are 145 to 158 with mixed at 81 to 144. Choice fed Holstein steers are 127 to 137 with select and silage fed steers 80 to 126. Cows are 64 to a dollar. Bulls are 60 to 96. 
Butcher hogs are 58 to 95, with sows at 59 to 60 and a half. Boars are 22 to 39. Shorn market lambs are 95 to 106. Unshorn market lambs are 95 to 105. And feeder lambs are 50 to 207. And taking a look at the livestock futures higher yesterday at the Merck. December live cattle, 153.05 at the close up $1.40. February, 155.02 up 65. April up 55 at 158.55. June, 154.40, closing 55 cents higher. And the feeder cattle story, same up in the report, 178.22 for November feeder cattle up 40 cents. January up 30 at 179.92. March 182.25 up 62. April feeder cattle 185.22 up 70. And May at 187.92 up 65. Lean hog carcass contracts, December 87.05. That was up 407. February hogs, 89.05, up 262. April, 94.35, up 195. And May hogs, 99.12, up $1.72. And on the Board of Trade, the market was a little lower yesterday. China's poor economic outlook. Tomorrow's USDA report, poor corn sales all contributing to yesterday's markets. And uh, not a lot of movement overnight. December corn this morning on the board. Up a fraction in the overnight trade, sitting at 676. The oats down six at 379. December wheat down two at 843. March soybeans down a fraction at 1457. And December meal up 60 cents a ton at $419.60. Dairy markets, well, the products were a little better. Barrel cheese up a penny at $1.98 and a half. Blocks up two at 203. The butter up nine and three quarters, sitting at 287. November class three, two cents higher yesterday at 2090. December up 12 at 2047. January down two cents, 1973. February down a dime at 1971. And March up one at 1995 as those prices were mixed out into next summer. So that's where we are this morning. It's 10 minutes after five markets brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Again, get ready. The weather's changing this week. 60s. Wednesday and Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, oh, maybe 30, 35 for the high. So, again, it's Wisconsin. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 36 degrees right now. We'll get about 51 today under partly cloudy skies. 60 Wednesday and Thursday, 30s, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We'll also take a look at the crop progress report. The crop's coming off. Uh, got a ways to go in Wisconsin. A lot of other places getting close to being finished. 36 degrees right now, 51, partly cloudy today. Crops are coming off. We'll find out how well they're coming off as we take a look at the news this morning on WAC. For those who work in acres, not in hours, WAC's 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Almost 16 minutes after 5 o'clock on a Tuesday here at WAX. And again, we've got our farm news brought to you by Ag Country Farm Credit Services. And Jill, the crop progress report, how far along are we? Well, the corn and soybean harvest are all about all wrapped up in many parts of the country. This week's USDA crop progress report shows 87% of the corn has now been combined, up 11, 11% from both last week and the five-year average. Farmers also have 94% of their soybeans off, up 6% from last year week and 8% of the five-year average. Iowa and Illinois are the first furthest along of any states 
with both their corn and soybean harvests about 90% or better completed. Here in Wisconsin and Pennsylvania, farmers are, are two states lagging behind the fall harvest. Here in Wisconsin, farmers have harvested only 55% of the corn for grain, about nine days behind last year, but one day ahead of the five-year average. Corn moisture is now averaging 20%, but the soybean harvest across the state is now 95% finished, four days ahead of last year. Topsoil moisture this week is rated 82% adequate surplus, 16% short, and 2% very short. And as I looked at that uh, topsoil moisture report, now this is as of Sunday. And I'll tell you, Friday and Saturday, it rained hard around the countryside. And I know on Saturday, down in southern Wisconsin, they got a lot of rain. And I'm looking at this uh, very short moisture, south-central Wisconsin. That's Madison. They report 2% very short. So I don't know how they can still be 2% very short. I don't know if it's just automatic that they're that short. But uh, there's a lot of rain that fell in uh, southern, southeast Wisconsin, still reporting some of that rain because it was uh, it came down heavy and it came down a lot and it came down for a long time. But again, the uh, topsoil moisture in many parts of the state driest. Most very short reports coming from west central Wisconsin, 5% very short. So again, a lot of needed rain did fall uh, last Friday, Saturday, and into Sunday. But uh, again... And pretty much by Saturday night, it was gone. A few hangover showers on Sunday, but a lot of rain fell as we look at this crop progress report. Also, farmers in the state, winter wheat, 88% of that crop has emerged. Now, that's three days behind last year, but 13 days ahead of the five-year average. And farmers also have 59% of their fall tillage done. And that's uh, pretty much on track with where we are. So, uh, crop progress. Got some more corn to get off in parts of the state, but again, moving forward. All right, coming up, we're going to hear about uh, land and machinery prices. What's going on at the auctions? We're going to hear all about that next on Wax. But uh, first of all, busy time coming up for the Wisconsin Farmers Union. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Not many things in this world are getting less expensive. What about in agriculture? Land, equipment? We're going to find out with a guy that works with it every day, Ashley Hoon. And Ashley is uh, over in the Minnesota area with the Stuffus Group, which, of course, serves uh, the upper Midwest in uh, Dakotas, Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin, with lots of land and equipment auctions. And, uh, Ashley, as I said, you got your thumb on this every day. What have we seen in 2022 as far as a movement of farmland, farm equipment, as far as not only amount on the market, but the price ranges we're seeing? Up or down, what's happened? You know, this year, Bob, has been nothing but strong and gained momentum through this whole year. Of course, we're coming into fourth quarter here, and and some of that has yet to be determined uh, due to the rising interest rates. But really... Nothing has backed off at this point, and so we're seeing um, through this summer some of the equipment with tractors and combines and especially semi-trucks and trailers. It's just been hitting new highs, it seems like, every every other farm retirement, and, and it just goes to show you if you keep your equipment clean and shedded and really 
have the care and condition and the maintenance reports. We're seeing guys that bought equipment in 2012 uh, now retiring 10 years later, selling their equipment for as much or more than what they paid for it. And there's a lot of reasons why that is. And, you know, the lack of supply. Uh, it, it, I just spoke with the dealer yesterday, and if you were going to buy a track tractor right now today, they can't even guarantee you're going to be able to use it or have it delivered next year. So there's some real issues out there, and I don't see the equipment market slowing down uh, anytime soon. I think we're going to be strong and hit some new highs here in fourth quarter, and I see that continuing through next spring. Uh, you know, we'll see where things are at next summer. We might start seeing a change by then. Do you think that strong demand and strong prices bringing more equipment on the market? I mean, as soon as they get done combining corn, they clean up the combine and put it on a sale bill? Yeah, you know, we, we do. We have guys that do do them tradings, and they and they hit the margin between summer and fall because, you know, a lot of people ask us, when's, when's the best time to sell my equipment? When's the best time to retire? And the answer is always the same. It, it's best uh, after you've passed away, but if that's not an option for you, uh, fourth quarter, November, December is, is usually the best time. We see the highest prices within a calendar year uh, after harvest. And that's because people are, are working on their 179 taxes, trying to, you know, avoid paying, and so they're buying equipment. And also, the crop is in the bin. You know exactly what you have, and you know exactly what you can spend. Are there some types of equipment that are in more demand than others? You mentioned the trucks and the trailers. Are they, uh, are they the most in demand? Yeah, I would say, you know, tractors, uh, they're always in demand, especially the high horsepower track tractors. Everyone's looking for something like that. But if you see what has really risen the most through this last year, I would say semi-tractors and grain trailers for sure. Um, we're seeing guys selling five-year-old grain trailers for 5000 more than what they paid for them. They've just gone up. The new price has gone up so much that, it's affected the use price. What about land? We've seen earlier in the year land in, in Iowa $25,000 easily and around the upper Midwest. Is that holding? And what do you expect after harvest as far as not only price, but availability? Yeah, it's it's hard to come by, and it doesn't come up for sale that often. You know, in Arcadia there, we had a, a lot of land we sold here in last June. Of course, knocked it out of the park there as far as prices. Um, but these these events don't come up that often. So when they do, uh, there's a pent-up demand to, to buy land. It's still the farmers that are actually doing the buying. The investors uh, are right there with them pushing the price. But as of right now, uh, the farmers are still the ones ending up with the farmland. Does that surprise you, knowing farm input costs to grow crops are so high, fuel prices are so high, it would seem that more of these uh, Wall Street investors, so to speak, might have more money than farmers. Does it surprise you to be able to say that farmers are still driving the market? Uh, it's not surprising because farmers have made some money here in the last couple of years, and, and they're, they're just, like I said, there's some pent-up demand. And, and if you're going to buy farmland, buy it when the prices of commodities are good so you can actually make some money. And the other thing is, is, is we always talk about they're not making any more farmland, of course. And, and if you look at generational, that farm that you've been 
driving by your whole life might only come up for sale once in a generation. And so it's, it's an emotional thing, and they're not buying it for today or tomorrow. They're buying it for the long term, 30 years down the road. As we look at who's selling this land, is it uh, just retiring farmers, or is it a farmer that's uh, maybe still in his prime that says, this land, how high can it go? I'm going to get out while the getting's good, and I can take care of my family for many generations. Who are you seeing on the sale blocks? Who's letting it go? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, very few investors are selling farmland. For the most part, it is uh, a family that, uh, number one, is, is more than likely uh, first or second generation removed from the farm. So uh, the sellers we have usually include anywhere from five to ten brothers and sisters who do not farm. It was their their, their family farm that they've been renting out for an investment. Now they're saying, just like what you said, it's we've never seen a market this good in farmland prices, so it's time to cash out, and that's what they're doing. As we look forward now, as the harvest season is underway, getting close to wrapping up in many parts of the upper Midwest, are you looking for a lot of land to come on the market here for auctions towards the end of the year? Yeah, you know, most of our stuff is already booked, uh, for, and people are planning ahead. I do see a few more events that might come on the market here, but what I'm, what I'm really looking for is what's going to happen next spring. So as all these people watch what happens through the end of the year and we, and we, and we, take an inventory of what the prices were, how far they were up, or is it plateauing because of the interest rates? Um, talking to some bankers here recently, you're looking, you know, it's gone up almost double where it was uh, just two, three years ago. So um, that's, that's going to hurt the land prices, but it hasn't yet. We'll see what happens here fourth quarter, and there's going to be a lot to be learned here in the next couple months. And again, that's uh, Ashley Hoon. With the Steffes Group, land prices, machinery, used machinery prices, uh, some all-time highs, you know, get out of the combine, wash it up, and put it on a sale bill. That's uh, what a lot of people are doing and making money doing it. Ashley Hoon, again, with the Steffes Group. So if you got uh, some decisions to make, there are some factors in the market. 29 minutes after 5 o'clock on a Tuesday morning here at Wax. Let's find out what's going on over at, uh, well, Rocky's going to join us. Premier Livestock in Withy is what we're talking about. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's find out what's going on in the markets. It's only Tuesday, so we're just got a, a one-day sample, but uh, let's get that. Rocky's over at Premier Livestock in the Withy area. Well, Rock, you better make sure the heater in the truck works driving around. 60s Wednesday and Thursday, 30s for the highs about Friday. Oh, that weird. <laughs> yeah, yesterday I put the sweater on, went and took some machinery pictures. I'm like, yeah, I better put my jacket on. It was a little breezy. So. Yeah, the breeze, is, uh, the breeze is making a difference this time of the year. Well, let's uh, get checked in here. Monday at Premier, what happened? 
thank you, uh, Bob, and good morning, everyone. Uh, another busy Monday, selling over a thousand head of livestock. Uh, markets were pretty much steady across the board. Uh, fed cattle steady. High choice and prime Holstein steers, one twenty-five to one thirty-nine. Selects one fifteen to one twenty-four. Choice beef steers and heifers, one light test, one twenty-seven to one forty-two. Market cows steady. High yielding cows from seventy-one to eighty-five. Uh, other market cows from fifty-seven to seventy. Market bulls high yielding eighty-eight to a dollar six. Lower yielding eighty-seven and down. Certified organic cows sold every Monday, mostly from seventy-five to ninety-eight. Newborn Holstein bull calves they were a little bit stronger, selling mostly from seventy-five to two hundred and five per head. Uh, beef calves from one fifty-five to three ninety-five. Holstein heifer calves ten to fifty. Today, Tuesday, we get our feeder cattle auction. Uh, just a regular feeder cattle auction next week, Tuesday. That'll be our special feeder cattle auction. Uh, we're also selling bred beef cows. Call in those consignments. That's very important. We're expecting a large run for next week's sale. Uh, this week, Wednesday, is our dairy cattle auction. We uh, feature a 90-cow registered Jersey herd. Uh, they're selling all the cows, all the heifers, springers, all the way down to baby calves. They're very nice uh, cattle. Uh, full multi-generation catalog is online for the Oak Ridge Jersey dispersal. They're coming right out of Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin, from the Thistle family. Uh, very nice cattle. We also have 25 fancy fresh Holstein two-year-olds. Uh, they're parlor freestyle. They're 40 years of AI breeding. They're coming from Tower Dairy out of Minnesota, plus several other groups of parlor freestyle cows. Full details. Uh, we got lots of pictures of those jerseys on our website. Got the full catalog on there. That's at premierlivestockandauctions.com. Questions, call us, 715-229-2500. Uh, we are closed for machinery consignments for our November 18th auction, unless you uh, have made special arrangements with us or give us a call. We are uh, not accepting consignments. Full list of consignments, like I said, on our website. Uh, take a look at it there. Do note a lot of the items are online, but there is a mountain, a whole parking lot full of equipment that is not going to be online. Uh, so make sure you take a look at that stuff, guys. Uh, lots and lots of stuff for that sale. So that is the way it's shaped up, Bob. All right. And I know Jim and Rita Tissel, that is quite a Jersey herd. And I don't care what kind of cows you're milking. You want to put some good ones in your barn. Boy, they are good, good yep. cattle. Rita, very nice, very nice. Worked with the Jersey Association, and she knows Jersey cattle. And boy, they they have developed a, a big, big, beautiful herd of uh, Jersey cattle. And I'm sure not the easiest decision for them to let them go either. No, no, it's definitely not. But definitely not. But it's going to be a, a good herd of cattle to sell. Hey, Rocky, thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you in the morning. Thank you, Bob. There he goes. That's Rocky Olson over there at Premier Livestock in the Withy area. And uh, we're going to check in and uh, get some weather because it is a change in, in the area. Mike Dandry is going to join us next on Wax. We're almost 26 minutes before 6 o'clock. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, Election Day today shouldn't be too bad to get out, but uh, hang on because... <laughs> It's November and the weather's changing. Wheat and grain bringing us our weather this morning with Mike Dandry over at Skywarn 13. And, boy, this is a November forecast, Mike. It sure is. We've got a little bit of everything. And uh, as I said yesterday, may want to uh, buckle up because it's going to be a bumpy ride this week. <laughs> How much rain fell over the weekend? Because I was talking earlier about sitting through the Badger game down in Madison in a rain and wind and sleet and everything else. How much rain for the weekend 
fell up here? Well, up here we had uh, just about a half inch on uh, sun, or excuse me, on Saturday, and then we didn't really get too much. Uh, going into Sunday, and then yesterday we didn't have any. So oh, wow. overall, Boy. a little over a half inch. Well, so, there's a lot more than that down in southern Wisconsin, I'll tell you Oh, that. yeah. Down towards the Cooley region, down towards like Prairie du Chien, towards Madison, it was pouring. <laughs> Believe <laughs> so, me, I sat in it. So. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Not, I told you, you might need that poncho. Oh, so. I had more than a poncho on. Believe me, <laughs> it was wet, wet, wet. But it is, uh, seriously, it's... Nice to start, but by the end of the week, it's going to be November. Mm -hmm. Yeah, today we'll have some intervals of clouds and sun with highs right around the 50-degree mark, but it'll be breezy with winds out of the southeast. Now tonight, right around the time the polls close, this is where we'll have a chance at a few showers, possibly a few storms, otherwise mostly cloudy, lows dipping to the mid-40s. Chances for showers, even some storms continuing into tomorrow and Thursday. A better chance for Thursday, and tomorrow doesn't look like we'll have very many heavy rains. But otherwise, temperatures will mostly hang out into about the low 60s uh, for the next couple of days. But the showers and storms on Thursday are associated with a cold front, and that's going to bring in much cooler temperatures going into Thursday night dipping to about the upper 20s and really not any relief whatsoever going into Veterans Day, mostly into the low to mid-30s, another breezy day, mostly cloudy, and even some chances for a few snowflakes going into Friday night, mostly cloudy, low 20s for our overnight lows. Saturday and Sunday only in the upper 20s for our highs with overnight lows into the teens. And Monday, well, very little relief as well, mostly sunny, but highs still only around the freezing point. Right now, we have a few clouds and a few more trying to stream in from the west and a temperature of 36 degrees in Eau Claire. All right, so doing chores barehanded is going to end this weekend. You're going to have to pair gloves on, huh? I think so, and you may want to throw on that flannel, too. <laughs> yeah, not a bad <laughs> idea. Thanks, Mike. Absolutely. Bob, have a good one. You bet. Mike Dandrio over there at Skywarn 13 is our weather on wax, brought to you by Wheaton Grain, Chippewa Falls, and Connersville. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And the cash prices for wheat and grain at the Chippewa Falls location. Corn's at 623 with soybeans at 1381. And the Connersville location, corn's at 623 with soybeans at 1371. Very good. Thank you, Jill. Let's find out what's going on in the newsroom. Morgan McCarthy is up and at him and with us. And are you all excited about going from 60 to 30 in one day? Oh, you know me. I love when it gets cold and I can see my breath and my nose hair freezes. <laughs> yeah, don't we all? It was bound to happen. I I'll say it. that. I We're not it. new to the state. Boy, I guess not. <laughs> we have seen it before. Absolutely. What's going on this morning, Morgan? Well, as you might imagine, people making room on the shirt for the I Voted sticker. Today is the day. If you haven't already, then Election Day has landed in Wisconsin, meaning people across the state will be out and heading to polling places. About an hour and a half from now, they do open it at 7 a.m. And those big seats are U.S. Senate in the governor's race and then local referendums sprinkled throughout Wisconsin as well. More information and those polling place locations. If you have questions about that, you can find an easy click online when you stop first at 715newsroom.com. Well, we know charges will not be filed in the case of a deadly stabbing in East Madison. Dane County DA has ruled that the August 12th stabbing was justified. Police say Larry Fullerlove was stabbed to death on Mayfair Avenue in early August, but they haven't said what circumstances led to that stabbing. It was around the meeting table last night where Eau Claire schools decided to boost pay for substitute teachers. City School Board did approve that $20 per day raise for subs, which means it's now $160 per day. It also joins an approval for a per-hour raise for special education assistance. A lot of people have that blaze orange on the mind and maybe even the dirty pointer. 
But if you do plan to go deer hunting, uh, maybe you want to consider donating to the Department of Natural Resources. They have a deer donation program, and DNR Secretary Preston Cole here says that program began in 2020 and benefits communities and food pantries across the dairy land. Almost 100,000 deer have been donated to food pantries since the program began. It's something that we are very proud of because there are folks really count on that protein. And you can visit uh, the Deer Donation Program on the DNR's website, or we can make that link easy again at 715newsroom.com. Wasn't you, wasn't me, wasn't anybody, but it was technically delayed. That's what they're saying. As ticket holders have the tickets in hand, you're waiting to hear your numbers called, and not quite yet, right, Rory? The drawing for the $1.9 billion prize was delayed by a technical issue. The Multi-State Lottery Association said in a statement one of the participating lottery systems had issues processing its sales. Powerball won't hold the draw until all 48 states and territories submit their sales and play data. The jackpot on hold is the largest in Powerball history. I'm Rory O'Neill. But you all can always hit the jackpot when we go back to the barn with Bob Jill and the Midwest Farm Show on Wax 104.5. I mean, the Saturday night drawing hasn't been held yet? It hasn't been held yet. I threw my ticket away. Ah, <laughs> you know, that's going to be the winner, too. Isn't well, that I, always the way? Oh, man, oh, man. I didn't know that. Well, no, it's Saturday was no winner. Then it rolled over. So, you know, yesterday they were supposed to draw. And there was no draw for the Monday Powerball because all the states hadn't reported yet. And there's a security process, apparently. When did they go from Saturday and Wednesday to throw Monday in there? That throws me way I didn't know that. Well, you better go pick your ticket yeah, back up. I guess I better. <laughs> Holy, I didn't know I threw it away. Oh, well. If there's ever a winner, it's the one that's in your garbage right <laughs> that's now, right? That's for sure. Oh, <laughs> boy, it's screwing me up all times. All right. We'll see you later. Yeah, you bet, Bob. All right. Now I'm... No, I'm really a mess, that's for sure. All right, Morgan in the news this morning on Wax. And we'll take a look at more farm news, markets. It's a Tuesday morning and a busy Tuesday, as always. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 17 minutes before 6 o'clock, in case you care about that. Uh, again, 36 degrees, 51 the high today on this Election Day Tuesday. Well, Joe, we got more farm news coming up to look at uh, what's going on. They're selling some pork across the country and across the world. You bet. U.S. pork exports continue to grow. According to data from the U.S. Meat Export Federation, over 220,000 metric tons of pork were exported in September, up 1% from a year ago. The value of those shipments was almost $665 million, an increase of 9% from last month and the highest since June 2021. Mexico was our biggest pork buyer in September, while sales to Japan, China, Hong Kong, South Korea, Colombia, and the Caribbean were also up in September. And Equity Co-op Livestock is again offering college scholarships. $1,250 scholarships are available to students who have completed two or more semesters at an accredited college, university, or technical school, as well as four $1,000 scholarships specifically for students earning degrees from technical colleges. Equity offers, equity officials say they are naming one recipient of each of Equity's districts. I'm going to say that again. Equity officials say they are naming one recipient in each of Equity's districts. To be eligible, applicants must be a member or the son or daughter of an equity cooperative livestock producer. Scholarship winners are selected based on their scholastic achievements 
extracurricular activities, application essay response, and dedication to a career. Students must complete and send their forms by November 30th. And, uh, of course, these scholarships keep going up because the cost of education keeps going up like uh, everything else in this world. I remember when I was a kid uh, coming out of high school applying for scholarships, you know, $100, $250, $500 was out of this world. And uh, now, again, these scholarships are going up. So, again, if uh, you guys, you've got kids going to college, you ship to equity, make sure you get your applications in. The kids get their applications in by November 30th because, again, that's uh, a lot of money. helps defray the cost. That is for sure. You and I both sent kids through college and comes to writing those checks. You, you wonder, don't you? Yeah, well, I didn't actually pay for any of my kids to go through college, but they did a lot of work on getting scholarships. And the way I always approach the scholarship, hey, if it costs you five hours of your time, it's a $500 scholarship, that's $100 an hour. Yep. And it really helped them out. They made it through. All of them made it through without a debt. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a good way to have it. That's for sure. A little, uh, little advanced work up front can save an awful lot in the end. So, again, these scholarships and so many organizations offer scholarships. You know, the Farm Credit Associations offer scholarships, and, and the dairy cooperatives offer scholarships, and on and on and on it goes. So, again, if you belong to any of those organizations and your kids are going to college... Tell them, <laughs> here are your chores. You don't have to feed calves tonight. You fill out your application or whatever it is because uh, that does help defray the cost. No question about it. All right, coming up, we've got some markets to get to. We'll go to the uh, Altoona Barn, no, not the Altoona Barn. We'll go to the Sparta Barn, and Jerry's going to call us from over there before he leaves to do his election work at the township where he is so active. So we got lots coming up on wax, 36 degrees right now. Partly cloudy, 51. It should be a good day for Election Day weather. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's 12 minutes before 6 o'clock, 36 degrees out there. And it's time to hear from Market Manager Hutt Eamon in Sparta. The Fed cattle selling steady today with the Highland Choice Beef Steers and Heifers 152 to 161. The Choice and Select Beef Steers and Heifers 141 to 151. The Dairy Cross Steers 130 to 145. The Highland Choice Holstein Steers 132 to 138. The Choice and Select Holstein Steers 121 to 131 with the Unfinished Steers, Heifers and Heavy Steers 120 and down. Cow market steady today with the Highland Cows bringing 75 to 85. The Cutters and Utilities 59 to 74 with the Low Yielding and Canner Cows bringing 58 and down. Organic market today with the results from the november 7th sale with most organic cows bringing 75 to 90 with the top of a dollar the thin and small cows 54 to 74 with the organic steers and heifers bringing 110 to 120 bull market steady today with most bulls bringing 85 to a dollar with the thin swollen bulls over a ton discount at 84 and down calves today sold by the pound with the 80 percent of the whole team bull calves bringing 80 to 150. The quality Holstein heifer calves, 30 cents to a dollar. The quality beef calves, $2 to 350 with the light and poor quality calves, 10 to 60 cents per pound. Just a reminder, our next sale will be Wednesday, November 9th, starting at 10 a.m. with fed cattle, followed by bulls, cows, and calves. This is Hot Aimer to Equity Livestock in Sparta with this marketing update, and we thank you for your business. 
the first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, we're about nine minutes before six o'clock and uh, Jerry Fitzgerald's about ready to head out the door. But before he does that, we better get a report from Stratford. But uh, big day at the polls for you. Well, good morning to you, Bob. Yeah, we're getting all set and ready to go here. Polls open up in uh, exactly one hour and five, one hour and nine minutes, I guess. Yep. And uh, and before we go any further, I just want to wish you a belated, a belated happy birthday. So I hope you had a good day. Yeah, we did. As I said earlier, I got a 25-hour birthday because it was Sunday when we turned the clocks back. So I got an extra hour to celebrate. And boy, did I whoop it up. Well, that's good. I mean, but, uh, I was hoping that you didn't catch pneumonia sitting in that uh, uh, football game on Saturday. Yeah, I've been accused of doing some dumb things, but uh, that might have been right at the top. That's for sure. It was cold and all. It was unmiserable, but supporting the Badgers, and they got a win. That's a good thing. Well, how'd the sale baron activity go yesterday, Jer? We'll tell the folks about it. Bob, thank you, and a good morning to everyone. A summary from yesterday, Monday, here at Equity Stratford. We'll start with the car market yesterday. Uh, Yielding fleshy Holstein cows in yesterday's auction, selling from 72 to a top of 82 and a half. Uh, most of the cows yesterday from 52 to 72. Thinner cows, uh, lighter carcass cows below the $50 money. On the bull trade, open up the week. Better quality bulls up from 86 to 105. Lighter weight bulls, 84 and below. And on the calf market yesterday, Holstein bull calves weighing 9,230 pounds, 75 to 175, uh, topping at 185. Heifer calves, uh, pretty limited demand, 40 and below. Good demand on the Beef calves does continue, 175 to 325, and we topped at 340 on those quality beef calves. And I want to take a look at the schedule here today. A busy day here at Stratford Tuesday today. It's first of all, get started at 10 o'clock this morning. Hay and bedding auction. Again, folks, we've got a good selection of hay for you. If you're looking for small squares, we have those. We've got round bales. And also, uh, kind of right in season, we do have some firewood for sale today. So if you're interested in that. And also, we do have a rice straw available uh, as part of the sale today, too. We do have a feeder pig auction today, and uh, around 11, 11.30, we'll get into the organic market cattle and followed by the conventional market cattle. That will all be uh, for today's auction here in Stratford. Tomorrow starts at 10 for marketing day. Feeder cattle auction tomorrow, and that will be a noontime start. And uh, just looking ahead a little bit, uh, if you want to put this on your calendar, uh, a special dairy sale coming up the first Wednesday in December. We do have a complete herd dispersal for that. So keep that in mind. Uh, with that, we'll turn it back to you folks. And uh, folks, if you're coming to vote today, uh, make sure you bring your photo ID and also, if you're registering, bring an uh, acceptable proof of residence, and that saves a lot of trouble, and we can get you through and get back home. So, anyway, you guys have a nice day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Very good. We'll let you go back out and howl at the moon. What did you say? We had an eclipse this morning? I didn't know that. Yeah, I was uh, about fully covered about, uh, oh, 20 after 5, and uh, now it's, uh, well, it's uh, getting back the other way. So it's kind of neat to watch these because a lot of times it's cloudy and you don't really see it, you know, or you're in bed or whatever. Yeah, whatever, but uh, up and at them today. Jerry, thanks for what you're doing at the polls, and thank all the folks that are working because I know it's a long day. You bet. Thank you, Bob. All right, Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And looking at the rest of our markets, courtesy of Synergy Cooperative in Ridgeland, on the Board of Trade, markets were lower yesterday. China's poor economic outlook uh, tomorrow, USDA report, poor corn sales, too, all way down the markets. Overnight, December corn a fraction higher at 676. Oats down 6 at 379. December wheat down 2 overnight, 843. March soybeans down a fraction at 1457. 
December meal up 60 cents, $419.60. Country elevator prices. Wheat and grain, the Chippewa Falls location. Corn's at 623 with soybeans at 1381. At their Connorsville location, corn's at 623 with soybeans at 1371. And on the DTN screen, Golden Plump corn today is at 637. In Baldwin and Mondovi, 621 on the corn, 1353 on the beans. Duran, 611 on the corn. 1343 on the soybeans. Over at Elmwood, corn is 621. Beans, 1358. At Fall Creek, corn, 606. 1318 on the beans. But down the road at Osseo, corn is 626. The soybeans, 1358. Elk Mound, 621 on the corn, 1368 on the beans. Sparta, 620 and 1349. Ellsworth, corn, 601. Beans, 1303 at the ethanol plants. Boyceville Corn, 624. Stanley, 626. And the Richmond Grain Facility, 624. Barrel cheese up a penny, 198 and a half. Blocks up two at 203. Butter up nine and three quarters at 287. November Class 3 up two at 2090. December up 12 at 2047. January down two at 1973. February down a dime at 1971. March up a penny at 1995. And uh, good weather for Election Day. Partly cloudy, 51 today. So uh, get out and vote. It is so very important. And tomorrow the uh, polls are going to open here in just a little over an hour. 36 degrees right now. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Montovi And the Chilson family of Ram dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadok. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.